Hey guys, this is Casey. I'm picking up um, from the last episode of My Mom the Alcoholic, the New Substances episode. So, I was talking about how I had confronted my mom in front of my uncle about her huffing canned air at my grandfather's. So, I will just kind of pick up from there. I wanted to make sure that somebody else knew that she was huffing air and I had caught her. Because this is a group effort. The more people that know, the more people that can hold her accountable. So, we pull into my uncle's driveway and my mom is telling me she's not going to get out of the car. and begging me, please don't say anything to him. Don't say anything to my aunt. Don't say anything to anybody. I get out of the car and walk towards my uncle. And he looks at me and I just break down crying. And I, I just say, I caught her. I said, I caught her. And he knew exactly what I was talking about. And my mom gets out of the car and just screams, it's not true, she's lying. She's lying. And about that moment in time, my aunt comes outside. And she says, no, hun, we've we've heard you before. And you've acted funny, like you don't talk right. We, we can tell when it, there, there's something going on. We can tell. And my uncle was saying the same thing and he was upset. He was crying. And it just absolutely tears me apart to see them upset. Because none of us know what to do. None of us know how to help it. And my mom the entire time is denying it. No way. I, I didn't do this. No. You guys don't know what you're talking about. You guys are just paranoid. And it's just killing me. That like I just want to shake her and just get through to her. Like please stop lying. Just get it through your head that we know that this is happening and just want to get better like have that drive to get better but it wasn't there she had a shield up and was pushing against us she didn't she didn't want to hear what we had to say so I called my dad and I said you need to come over to my uncle's house like we need to have a talk and so my mom the whole time was saying, well, I'm just going to walk home. I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to walk home. And I said, mom, if you walk home, we can't help you. So we, we are here to help, but we can't help you unless you admit to what's happening. I said, if you don't see a problem, then you're not going to ever fix that problem. So my dad gets there <clears throat> and the area that I live, that we live in, is fairly small, and there's not too many drug problems. There are, but it's not as common as what it is on, like, the inner city, um, metro areas. And my dad comes, so we're unfamiliar with, like, using substances, like, huffing and stuff like that. So, my dad comes over to my uncle's house, and he is wondering why I called this weird family meeting and I said well I'll just let you know like I caught mom huffing air over at grandpa's and my dad's like well what what it, I don't know what that is what is that I said it's like compressed air like in a can and he didn't even know what that was I said it's like the air that you use to blow your keyboards clean so she was huffing it and he's just like I don't like what does that do and I've never thought I'd ever have to describe this to my dad, especially describing my mom using it. I said, it makes you high. So it gives you a temporary high. And he just looks over at my mom 
And he's like, well, call the police. Just have her arrested. So if she's using substances, call the police and have her arrested. And I said, you, know, you can't do that. Like, it's not an illegal substance. You can't, we can't have her arrested. But I'm like, I, and I told my mom, I said, I don't know what we're going to do because we want you to get better. But if you're just going to find other new substances to use, then I've got my back against the wall. I can't help you anymore. Because if you're not going to accept the help and you're going to find ways around it, I don't want to help. I'm done. I'm over it. I can't. I can't keep doing this. And she is still crying and just looking at us and she'll sigh and say, I just can't believe that you believe that. And the whole time is telling my dad, my uncle, my aunt, I can't believe you believe her. I can't believe you believe her. She's paranoid. She's lying. <laughs> I never thought I would have that with my mom. Ever. I never thought that I would, like, me trying to help my mom through a problem, have my mom turn and be so hateful to me. I never thought that I would ever have to go through that. So, I, I end up leaving and going home. And my mom stayed at my uncle's house. And my uncle and aunt didn't really want her to stay. Because my aunt said she needs a live-in facility. She needs something where she needs to go. She needs bigger help. Because we don't know what's... Like, what do we need to take out of our house to make it safe for her here? And I just told him I don't know. I said, I don't know. Anything compressed. But other than that, I don't know. I said, I seriously don't. I don't know what to tell you. Because I'm at a loss too. We're all at a loss. We don't know what to do or how to help her. So, the days after that are kind of a blur to me. Because I know that she's, she stopped doing it for a period of time. And I don't think she's been doing it recently. But, just seeing my mom's addiction grow from just beer and doing it while she is at home and hiding. To vodka and hard liquors because she says you can't smell it. And it's easier to carry and you don't have to carry as much to compressed air was really defeating. And I don't even know where she learned it. Like, my mom does not know how to use the internet. And she wouldn't, if you handed my mom a blunt, she would have no idea what to do with it. Or a pipe. She wouldn't know. So, the only thing I can think of is maybe she learned it from people at the lighthouse. But... The feelings that I got that day were probably the worst feelings I've had about me and my mother's relationship. It's really killed a lot of it. It that my soul has not healed from that. Like hearing my mom tell my family in front of me, I can't believe you believe her. With me standing right there, like I am in an honorable profession. I am a nurse and I report changes in condition and deal with people dying all the time and people being born and all of the things and there I was standing in my uncle's house with my mom telling them she's lying I can't believe you believe her that hurt that was a lot of hurt that day but as the months went on my mom slowly started staying back at my dad's house she didn't 
she seemed to stray away from the alcohol. She did. She ended up sobering up for about six weeks. And that's kind of whenever she made her move back into my dad's house slowly. She just kind of stopped staying there and started staying at my dad's house more often. And she's made it back there full time now. But I would love to say that was the end and she was sober from there. But you have probably seen a trend by now. It definitely is not. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. I know this was a short one, but it, it has a lot of emotion into it following up the last one. So thank you guys for listening. It really does help me talking about these things. And maybe one of these days I'll reveal my true identity to talk about exactly, you know, who I am and, and where I'm from. But as of right now, it's too painful, too fresh. Um, and for my mom's sake, I really don't want to reveal anything as of right now. But just remember, if you're going through anything, <clears throat> anything similar to this, you have to make your own boundaries. And that's one thing I didn't do early on. That's one thing I had to learn later. And it was shortly after this incident that I actually went to the very first counseling session that I've ever been to. And I just needed to talk it out. I just, I needed to hear from somebody else that it's not my fault and it's not my responsibility ultimately. And that's one thing that, like, I knew it. I knew that this wasn't my responsibility. And I knew it wasn't my fault, but I just need someone else to, to for me to say that. I just need someone to, to tell me that what I'm doing is okay and I needed to set boundaries. And that's what he told me that day. And the counselor I saw, he was great. He told me that I needed to have a very, very solid line and I need to stick to it no matter how hard it is. And it was soon after this that I had told my mom this line. And it was, if my mom is going to be under the influence of anything and I suspect anything, then I will drop everything I'm doing and go home because I don't want to be around it and I don't want my future children to be around it. I don't want my friends to be around it. I don't want anybody to be around that because that's not the mom that I grew up with. That's not the mom that I had whenever I was a child. So it's unfair to me to make myself go through seeing her like that and tolerating her like that whenever I don't deserve that. And that's what he told me. So it's not our responsibility to make her sober. It is, it is just my relationship with her. That That is my number one priority. Just, I get to choose the relationship I can have. So, <laughs> I know this probably didn't make a whole lot of sense to you guys. But, like I said, I'm just doing it for myself. Trying to talk through it. Trying to figure it out. So, thank you so much for listening again. I'm going to try and post another episode. Hopefully tomorrow morning on my way to work. But, I will talk to you guys some other time.